It's time to mind your business with Jamila Lodge and Shelly Thunder, brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. Rain, blow, or shine, nor sleet, nor hail. You know what? We got to make it happen. <laughs> the people are waiting. They are looking forward to this. At sure. least I hope anyway. <laughs> every Thursday. Every Thursday That's without right. fail. And and right now, it was literally hard for her to get in the door because that southwesterly breeze is it's getting up it. there right yes, now. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And uh, she got blown in the door. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and, of course, we're welcoming on the line today with us the business data and policy analyst for the BEDC. We got Kalina on the line. Welcome, honey. How's it going? Hi, everybody. I'm doing good. How are you? Y'all tied down and nothing's going to blow away, right? Yes. I Actually, yesterday I said, let me prepare. And I'm <laughs> glad I did because I do see the wind ticking up. So. Sure. Yes, it's it ticking is. up there and it's going to tick up just a little bit more. But uh, nonetheless, we got stuff to talk about That's that right. the people got to know about. That's and, right. Uh, <laughs> it involves you, young lady. So... <laughs> <laughs> you and your other favorite uh, co-host, yes, Andrea. Yes, my girl, yes. my, my fresh air, my sunlight herself, Andrea. Yes. yes. Um, we call them the Wonder Twins, or at least that's my what I'm going to start calling you. How yeah. about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, today we're talking about uh, one of the seminars. We just completed one, concluded one yesterday, um, which was start with the end in sight with Dante and Dennis. Mm-hmm. Now we have the, the Wonder Twins. Um, the, the women are in action, and we're, we're they're going to be hosting a seminar called Competing to Win. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one's coming up on February the 17th. So we wanted to let the listeners know about it and give them an opportunity to go online and register Mm. so kalina when we talk about competing to win what exactly are we talking about so compete to win is basically um some of the things that we're going to be talking about is the types of competition okay um, how to handle competition and then understanding competition okay so those are some of the things that we are going to be narrowing down on when we try to, you know, discuss what is compete to win exactly. So I know you had an opportunity like myself to meet with clients. Have you ever had that one where they come in and they're talking about their business? They want to start this business. And then they say, you ask, okay, well, who are you competing with? Who are your competitors? And they say, oh, no, I don't have any competitors. (laughs) (laughs) Really? How how do you respond to that? Um, I would say to me, um, I don't think that's true. I think in every industry there is, there's a competitor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that sometimes people don't understand what competition is. And right. that's why they say that they don't have any competitors. But unless it is a business like Belco, where it's only them. I mean, right. even Belco, you have solar panels. That's sure. right. Competition to Belco. You know what I mean? That's right. So I would say in every industry, even though you may not feel like anybody's your competition because you still get in business and different things like that, you still have that competitor, which is, you know, somebody that's either in the same industry as you or it may be even selling a product that's similar to yours, which is still a competitor. That's right. And I think it's important to note that there are different types of competitors, right? Because some people think because they're not doing the exact same Same thing thing. I'm doing, 
that's the way I'm doing it, that I don't have any competition when that's not necessarily true because mm. nowadays people have choices. They can decide, yep. do I want juice or do I want mm-hmm. water? Right? Exactly. So, yeah, for sure. <laughs> they will both quench your thirst, but. But how is it, you know, how do you, how do you position yourself? So when, when we think com- competition, some people think it's negative, right? They're like, oh, you know, that competitor is, is copying me or doing what I'm doing and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But how, what is your, your perception? Is it a good thing, a bad thing, or neutral? Well, I would say, for one, um, competition helps to set yourself apart from other businesses that mm-hmm. are similar to yours, mm-hmm. whether it be through pricing or through the uniqueness of your idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you ha- you're going to have a lot of businesses that are starting up, and they're going to be similar or they're going to be the same, but your idea is going to be different from somebody else's. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter how many other businesses, um, you know, start up within that same industry. As long as it's unique and you have a business, different idea from them, mm-hmm. then that's what's going to work. But as far as um, is it a good thing or a bad thing, I would say that I think it's a good thing mm-hmm. um, because it helps to boost the economy. Mm-hmm. Um, it also... Um, Helps to help you to battle your product. That's mm. right. Customer um, service comes to mind. Yes, for exactly. sure. So mm-hmm. yeah, so not only is it good for the consumer um, that people can afford to buy products, it encourages the businesses to produce and boost the economy in general. Mm-hmm. And then competition also encourages businesses to improve the quality of the goods and services yes. they sell, yes. Yes. and then to attract more customers and spend, expand their market share. That's mm. right. I would definitely agree with you there. I remember I went to this conference and Richard Branson, you mm-hmm. know, Virgin Airlines, Virgin sure. Records, he was there and he was speaking and he was like, you know what? I am not coming up with no new ideas. Like a record <laughs> store is not a new it's idea, a new which idea. is where he got his start. Sure. He was like, but what he identified was there was always an opportunity to do it better in do his better mind. In his he was mind. like, there is mm-hmm. opportunity in that. So mm-hmm. you don't even have to necessarily come up with an original idea. Mm-hmm. But if you mm-hmm. recognize that your competitors mm-hmm. are just providing substandard service or whatever, sure. then there's an opportunity there that you can enter the market in the same space mm-hmm. and provide optimal service. And then next thing you know, you're capturing some of their market share. Yeah, he was he was just on yep. the um, Richard Branson was just on yeah. the morning uh, newscast today when okay. the network newscasts and his, his next thing is some type of Hyperloop type transportation yep. across the U.S. Yep. So. Hey, you know, Japan's done that, you know, a while back. Rich is like, hey, let's... I want to do it too. Let's figure it out over here. That's right. <laughs> but but I would agree with you, Kalina, that it helps to make you do your business better, I sure. would think. So if you see someone coming in and starting to sell the same products that you're selling um, mm-hmm. or providing the same service, then you're like, wait, my whole one, let me like dust my shoulders off. Let me mm. make straighten my shirt and make sure that I'm doing what I need to do. And at the end exactly. of the day, I think the consumer benefits, right? Mm. Yep, for sure. So one of the thing, um, it's going to be a panel of entrepreneurs. And that's one thing that I, I um, want to say, like, you know, people are like, oh, you guys think you know everything. We don't. <laughs> so we, we ask the people we who do. ask the people that do. <laughs> so exactly. there will be a panel of entrepreneurs. Can you talk a little bit about some of the topics that you you're going to be discussing? Well, um, like, so some of the topics, like I said, we, we're going to be discussing are the types 
how to handle it and then the understanding of it. Mm-hmm. And so how we will do it is the, the we have a, we're hoping to have at least six panelists. Okay. Um, and they will be in different industries um, across Bermuda. And what we'll do is we will have questions for them in advance um, to make sure that the, the, the attendees are getting all the questions answered that they need about competition. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think a lot of times it's trying to find out um, who your target market is, mm-hmm. who, your, um, who else is in your industry, mm-hmm. um, and knowing, knowing those people. Some, some people may be in your industry, but they may be support and not necessarily your competitor. Right, um, right. And so we're going to be dis- discussing all those type of, um, you know, all those questions that people may w- want to know about comp- competition and then, um, you know, who, who else is around that can help them. One of the things that I think is important to think about when you're talking about competition is also looking at who you're actually trying to attract as a customer. And we call them your ideal customer, right? Mm -hmm. Um, That's another one of those pet peeve questions that I get when, you know, you meet with someone and you're like, well, who is your customer? Who are you selling to? And they're like, everybody, you know, (laughs) it don't matter if it's a baby or if it's your grandma. And I'm thinking to myself, like, how are you going to do this? Got to narrow some things down a little bit. Yeah. a few things out. And it's and, sure. and the thing I think about that is it's it actually allows you as the business owner or the entrepreneur to think about your business strategically. And then when you do that, you actually get a chance to uh, focus your marketing efforts. And it also lets you save money, right? Because if you think about it, how are you going to sell a product to a baby or a parent? And then you're going to sell um, the same product to a single person who has no interest in having kids, etc. That's a whole completely set of kind of marketing practices and things like that. So if you're doing yeah. it to everybody, then that means mm-hmm. more money that you have to spend and all that kind of stuff. So I just... Mm-hmm. find it really interesting sometimes of course you know as an entrepreneur you want to make all the money so why not so you think okay if I target everybody then I can do that but that's not necessarily the case you know not necessarily yeah and sometimes you kind of lose your focus when mm-hmm. you don't have a niche market when you don't know who you're targeting you mm-hmm. kind of lose the focus of what your your business yeah. idea is and what you're actually selling yeah. um, so in business it's very important to be able to focus on one specific target, who that target is, figure that out, mm-hmm. and then be able to create your product around who that person is. Because like you said, not every client is for you. That's and I know right. sometimes yeah. when you're starting out a business, because you want to make money, you tend to get clients from everywhere. Like you said, you know, you're, you're targeting well, you're, everybody. You're, you're throwing <laughs> a, a line out in every little pond. That's right. And that exactly. could wear you out. The other analogy that comes to mind for me, Kalina, and I think it'll make sense to people what we're trying to talk about here is many a restaurant has tried to have too big a menu. Mm -hmm. Too big a menu, which means, A, you have to have more stuff in stock. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. your overhead is higher. And then if you have too many things on the item and and even like, say, too many chairs in a restaurant, Mm -hmm. the kitchen can't keep up. So all of these things sort of play into that analogy of, of, of kind of too much of anything is not good for you. That's it's right. better to have a little analysis go on and, and a little, uh, a little you know, help and input mm-hmm. from those who know the business. 
like Kalina yes. and Andrea, <laughs> and, and, Andrea. And, and the people they're going to have on the panel to just help you not end up in that where, you know, you're just digging that hole and digging that hole oh. and digging that hole and you're never going to get the block up to ground where level. Where it needs to be. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. And the other thing that I think that you brought to mind, Shelly, is when you think about that, is if you are able to kind of narrow down your focus, it also Uh creates an opportunity for you to deliver better service and quality product. Exactly. So if you're not trying to sell everything to everybody um, and you're focusing on that one thing that you just do great. Or a few things. Or a few things. A few, yeah. um, Uh Then then definitely you have the better opportunity to be successful. uh, To be successful. Absolutely. On both ends of it. That, That is so true. So one of the things that, so it sounds to me like what we're talking about is analyzing your competition. So when you talk about competitive analysis, Kalina, what, what kind of do you mean when, when we say that? So for the competitive analysis, it's basically a strategy where you identify major competitors mm-hmm. and research their products and sales and marketing strategies. Okay. And so by doing this, you can create a solid business strategy that helps to improve upon your competitors but it also helps to improve on your business okay and so it sounds like a lot of fancy words right so i'm starting up when should i do this like should i do it after i start the business is it better done prior to starting like what what would your advice be well i would say for one it would be good to do it before starting the business Mm -hmm. i mean i think it's something that you will always continue to do for the simple fact that you know, as long as you're going to be in business and new startup businesses, you know, new businesses are starting up, you're always going to want to make sure that you have a competitive um, advantage over your competitors. That's right. So I think before you start up, you know, you want to know who out there is in the same industry as you. That's you want right. to be able to research, um, you know, what they're doing compared to what you're doing. <laughs> and then you also want to make sure that there is a market for your product. Mm-hmm. How, many, how many people are in Bermuda or outside of Bermuda that can actually use your product and does it even make sense? So I think before you start, you know, there's a lot of research that you have to do mm-hmm. just to make sure that um, it, it's enough business to go around so that your your business can survive. That's a good point, too, because I think sometimes you can be kind of either in your own mind or you know what it is that you want to do, right? But you haven't done kind of the research, like you said, or the analysis to determine if there's enough of a market for multiple players to enter the game, right? Um, And so I think that, you know, having that conversation or doing that work early can actually serve you in the long run because you can one of two things can happen you can determine oh well you know no there is no room in the market for me to do this or there is and it looks like there's an opportunity in this specific area right sure. i might be able to carve out a little piece of the overall pie specialized yes, products or exactly. services within within same, that same kind of kind of industry, um, industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and i think it's go ahead no go ahead Oh, I was going to say, I think it's important to be able to do because, I mean, if you, even if you do research and you find that there are a lot of businesses in that field, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily that you can't still enter, but I think it's also good to know how many other people are already doing it because then at least that helps you in, um, you know, your marketing, knowing mm-hmm. your sales mm-hmm. and different things like that. So it's not necessarily even though you get, do the research to say that, no, you can't do it. But at least you have a head start in knowing how many, you know, um, businesses like yours is already out there. That's right. And your expectations can be more guarded, realistic, 
careful for all of those reasons. Yeah. And they would need to be Mm because a lot of times, you know, we see applications come through and people are trying to get funding. And that's actually part of the plan is like, who are your customers? And so if we are familiar with the industry and we kind of have a sense already, but then that space is left blank in your plan, then that Mm -hmm. it makes us wonder, Mm -hmm. have they actually done the work to determine how they fit in the space? So Mm -hmm. um, it, it definitely is a component of the plan and one like Helena said should be revisited on a regular basis because things change right oh yeah we're doing business now way different than we did pre-covid yeah a year ago (laughs) (laughs) so so definitely um want to look be able to look at that now one of the buzzwords or templates I would say that are used to kind of look at and analyze your competition is that SWOT analysis can you talk a little bit about that and what those letters stand for Kalina so the SWOT analysis is is a um, it stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And so strengths and weaknesses are things that are usually internal mm-hmm. um, to the business, and then opportunities and threats are usually things that are external. Mm. So for instance, a threat depending on like COVID, COVID's a threat. Exactly, so that's something yeah. that <laughs> happened outside that you would have never expected, mm-hmm. or um, if you have um, a business that's outdoors and it rains or it's bad weather, you know that's a threat. That's something that you can't. Um, can't control sure but then you may have um internal maybe a weakness where um you don't have enough inventory or you don't mm-hmm. have um enough um funds to to support it mm-hmm. um that that's internal to the business versus you know something external mm-hmm. and then the strength um you know obviously things that you do good in the business and then opportunities is always things that you can do as far as like growing your customer base or um if you start with a small product, you may be able to expand. These are all opportunities. You may only sell to people in St. George's. So an opportunity may be to get your product in Somerset or sure. you know, whatever. Into town. Is. Exactly. So, yeah. So having doing a SWOT analysis is really important for your job because it just identifies different areas mm-hmm. and that can be used to, you know, help to to build your business. It can be used to help to obviously identify where things are going wrong and then identify where you can improve. Right. And I I do think that it, the exercise, the the way they most of the templates are laid out, it's like a SWOT template. I would encourage people to consider doing that for your competitors. Like you can create sort of a chart or a spreadsheet, if you will. And in one column you have yourself and then, three other columns you have each of your main competitors right and then you just go mm-hmm. down the list just like Kalina said talking about the strengths of each of your competitors it doesn't mind if you give them a little shine because they must do something right um but then where they're weak then becomes your opportunity right so if you can identify weaknesses in a competitor maybe they don't respond to people quickly then an opportunity for you is to put put in some sort of you know immediate or within two minute response kind of automated system which then creates more opportunity for you to capture some market share that they would have already had because you're entering into that industry as a new um, entrepreneur so it's definitely a great tool i think um for for startup businesses and when you're looking at your competition and just trying to figure out where you fit in the in the kind of in the puzzle really 
And I know even with us at BEDC, when we see clients and do advisory meetings, Mm -hmm. um, that is something, um, you know, that we ask our clients to do when they're applying for products or different things like that, because then it it allows us to be able to see, you know, how their business is running, where they're going short, and what, you know, what we can do to assist them in those areas. That's right. And to me, it also creates um, an opportunity for you to critically look at your business. If you, you know, you might be great at making something and selling it, right? You, you're the best (laughs) at, at crocheting things or whatever, but let's, start looking at it critically, right? And taking out that skill and start looking at um, others who are in the same space as you selling same type of products and things like that um, so Mm -hmm. that you can find out how you're going to capture some of of the market share. I think it's it's really important to do that. So I'm excited about the fact that you guys are going to be focusing on this for the next seminar. Um, Yeah, for sure. One of the things that I also want to touch on, and a lot of these things I would imagine would, would be talked about in the actual seminar. So they'll go into detail. We only have 30 minutes to talk about it here. <laughs> but it's to kind of whet your appetite for those of you who are listening so that you are able to tune in. But I want to talk a little bit more about the ideal customer and how identifying that early on can create Uh, a better opportunity for you to advertise and market. So we talked a little bit about helping to narrow down who you're going to be be targeting, but what other um, ways can marketing and advertising be used to help you compete to win? Well, I would say um, marketing obviously is going to be a really big aspect of your business um, and getting the word out there, um, getting your product out there. Um, I think advertising is really important, um, especially like, you know, things like word of mouth referrals and, and, you know, for your clients and different things like that. So that's going to be very important. But I think as far as when you, you know, talking about competing Mm -hmm. and getting it out there. Um, you know, with Bermuda, Bermuda is very small right. <laughs> as far as, you know, uh, trying to build a business and, and sell your products and make sure that people receive it. Um, so I think that the more that you can get your word out there, I mean, there's so many different ways now that you can advertise versus how you used to do it before. That's right. Um, so I think it's going to be very important to and know which means of advertising is, yes. is good as well. I yes. think that's going to be important because not necessarily all means of social media is good for you. That's I right. know that you have different social media platforms that are different for different ages. Mm-hmm. So if you're target is people that 50 and over, you're not going to be on Snapchat advertising your business. Right. You sure. I mean? So, I mean, even though we have so much more ways that we can do it, I think knowing who your ideal client is, mm-hmm. it's definitely going to um, move you to which, which um, advertising and marketing system that you're going to use. But, you know, we all know that it's very important in this day and age to, um, you know, use um, marketing for your business and get How- it out there. How you spend your advertising dollar yeah, is, it's true. is is tantamount to mm-hmm. whether or not you're going to be successful. And as you said, Kalina, you know, radio might be a good, mm-hmm. just saying, uh, for if it's over 50 crowd and you definitely mm-hmm. want to think about drive time That's radio right. for people who are driving mm-hmm. and right. things like that. So all those things need to be considered when it comes to what is the return going to be on that dollar you're spending on That's advertising right. or which social media thing you're, you're you're paying to have some marketer produce for you and so on so yeah you're absolutely we, right mm-hmm, yeah 
And and we, I mean, you know, we have clients coming to us all the time. And one of the things when, that we talk about when people are starting a business is making sure that they are allocating funds to advertising. I mean, I know there are some advertising that is free, mm-hmm. um, which you appreciate, but some things, you know, for your business, you're going to have to pay for. Yeah. Um, so we do make sure that people are putting specific money towards different things that we know that is going to be very important in the, in the um, growth of the business. And mm. advertising and marketing is definitely one of those areas. It's it's so true. And, I, and I'm just thinking about a conversation I had with someone whose target market was my age and older, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, oh, but I'm not on Facebook. And I'm thinking, well, well, why not? You would want to like, be. You would want to be because <laughs> <laughs> the majority of people in my age group, anyway, are on Facebook. Mm. But they were younger, sure. right? And so, of course, they were familiar with Instagram and that's how they launched. But I was like, so yes, you can do your Instagram. But for those, like, Facebook was in Bermuda. And so I'm saying like 95, 98% of the people in Bermuda were on Facebook. So you don't want to miss out on that opportunity, especially since a lot of social media marketing is not as expensive as your traditional forms of marketing. So mm-hmm. um, you bring up a, a very good point, which I'm sure we'll ex- expound on um, at the seminar and hear from actual entrepreneurs and how, what they actually did and how their, um, I guess, process and, and means of reaching their customer change, right? Because sure. it also yeah. has to change depending on where you are, like mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's online now. So if you don't have an online ad, why not? Why not? <laughs> you know, why not? Um, so before I let you go, I just want you to kind of give us a sense about who um, who do you have lined up so far? I know we have a couple of weeks before the seminar, so you may want to get a couple of more, but can you talk a little bit about who has already agreed to come on? So, like I said, we are trying to get at least six panelists. I know we have um majority of them um, nailed down, but we still are um, trying to speak to a couple more, just making sure that it's diverse and that we have people in different industries. Mm-hmm. Um, so two of the ones that we have confirmed is Janelle John from Salt Spray Company. Oh, okay. And she does the, the bath bombs mm-hmm. and the, the body cream, the body lotion. Um, I know that we also have Jade Gibbons um, from Queendom Heights. Okay. She's a photographer. Um, yeah. Beautiful yeah, stuff. She's a photographer. And, and it was interesting to see because we just had a... Uh, the the young people the the summer student employee entrepreneur program yes mm-hmm. and we had the um the student in there that was student photography so that just speaks to you know people getting into different areas mm-hmm. um and different industries and joining those markets um you know so that would speak you know to to Jade and Queendom Heights um we also have Nature's Gift Hair and Body okay um, and that's her made skin products. Um, and we obviously, you know, are just seeing more of the... I was going to say, that's things. like a trend now, right now, that's going on. Yep. Yep. That, I know, I know candles has been a really popular mm-hmm. item that people have been um, getting into. Um, and so, yeah, so those are the three that we have um, that have agreed so far and then we still have three more that we're just waiting to sign off okay um and so we're just looking forward to um being able to provide these panelists with these wonderful topics um to be able to talk to us 
about yeah because like i say all the time you know i can say this is what you should do but hearing it from someone who actually has done it what we call testimonials (laughs) those are also good for advertising now aren't they well look at that well look at that (laughs) (laughs) no um i'm really excited about this when this is it's free so for those of you who are listening and um your interest has been piqued i would definitely encourage you you can go onto our website now and sign up for it and we will update um the website and let you you know who the additional presenters are as we get them confirmed look kalina i feel like saying should we put them on blast (laughs) 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 and tell everybody they come and be like but you said on the radio that you was gonna do it we we do have a lot of different seminars we're always having seminars and workshops and so for me my thing is always trying to get different people yeah, than very the ones just, that, yes, that yeah. we refuse that's I'm right. just saying that because there's so many businesses in Bermuda and you mm-hmm. don't really get to know who they are you don't get to tap into their knowledge that's right um, and so I think that is a really important one so I know for me um a couple that I had reached out to so um Mr. Chicken mm-hmm. is mm. one of them and so I have been reaching out to them. So hopefully um, they will be able to get back to me. Um, I have reached out to um, Philip um, Bailey from Stripe. Oh, yeah. He oh, will yeah. be great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, just trying to um, gender as well, trying to, you know, mix it up because I don't want all old females to so, <laughs> um, mix it up as far as gender. So yeah. we have reached out to them. Um, I have reached out to Glam Pop. Okay. Um, but I do realize that she is um, busy. We did change it from the evening to the lunchtime. So yeah. she um, works during that time popping. So hopefully she will be able to join us. Um, Dutch Pop okay. um, is another, you know. Hey, really Rakesha. Hey, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really good and she's always pivoting and, you know, upgrading her. Yeah, she her, is. Um, you got to try, you got to try the hot chocolates because my girl yeah. just flipped oh. it for winter. Really? Yes. And that's exactly what we're talking about, right? So if we use her as an example, it's like, okay, she's actually competing against all of those um, popsicles in the grocery store. Sure, hers are better now. Yeah, they are. (laughs) 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 Hands down. For sure. But but I'm saying when you're thinking about that, it's like, how do you now make yourself stand out from the stuff that people would normally buy in their grocer, right? Sure. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think it would be wonderful if we can get them on to talk about how they've been doing it and how um, they've been succeeding because she too had to change, right? Sure. Because usually um, you think summertime tourists are coming, but sure. then COVID, no tourists came. So yep. what yep. are you doing and how did you have to shift now mm-hmm. um, to still be able to maintain and compete? And she's done that. So those she are has. some great names of people um i'm excited about this one um so i'm looking forward to it but let's just remind people because we did change the time Mm -hmm. um what i will just say is we noticed that in the past we would do our seminars in the evening when they were in person to give people a time to leave work and then come and get the education or whatever um but since now everybody's working remotely sure so there's really no need to have an evening one unless you know what i mean and so people are like i've been looking at my computer screen from like nine to five all day and then you talking about you want me to look at it again for for another two hours i don't think so so we've been looking at the data and we're trying to adjust to accommodate that sure and so the the time has been changed to what kalina 
So it's 1230 to 2. Okay. okay. Lunchtime. Nice. Yeah, perfect, yeah, right? It's a lunchtime seminar, and it'll probably be at least an hour to an hour and 15 minutes, and then about 15 to a half an hour for question and answer. Perfect. Awesome. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm looking forward to it. You and Andrea are doing a great job pulling this one together. Um, I would encourage people to, to go ahead and log on and register and come ready with your questions. Like we will prepare questions, but we would definitely defer to the attendees questions, mm. right? Because that's why we want you to get answers to your questions first. So if there's anything pressing that you want to know about competition, how you should engage and whether to partner or compete, you know, because that's a, a real a big, one. Uh, big question. Mm-hmm. Um, then I would say come prepared to ask those questions on February 17th. That is a Wednesday mm-hmm. from 1230 to 2. And you can log on to our website at bedc.bm to register and for more information on what to expect. Awesome. Well, Kalina, girl, we're at the bottom of the, uh, of the, the hour. hour. We are. So <laughs> I want to thank you for coming on and talking about this a little bit with me. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, take care and don't get blown away. Don't see? get blown away. Good luck with it. Bye, honey. Take Shelley. care. <laughs> bye bye. Take care. See you later. later. Bye. Right, bye bye. Sound like she had to let her little dog out. Listen. Poor thing in the background there. <laughs> but uh, Kalina, she she got that analytical mind, man. Yes. So she is just on point and sharp as nails yes, when is. it comes to getting this information out. And mm-hmm. Andrea. Like I said, she's just a ray of sunshine. She's magical. She (laughs) is magical. So anyway, go on to BEDC.BM. There's even a link to where you can find out questions you need to ask during an analysis seminar. So uh, check it all out, folks. You won't be disappointed. It's always time to mind your business every Thursday here at 4 o'clock on Ocean 89. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Thank you for listening to Mind Your Business with BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.